Hello and welcome to this episode of A Brother's Quarrel. Gonna do a bit of a weird intro for you today. We did something strange, something odd. Uh, we did a crossover event with Two Minds Podcast, a couple friends of ours from uh, out in Kentucky, and part A was an episode of Two Minds where we, as we are one to do, royally cocked it up, and part two was the Two Minds cast. Well, stepping into our wheelhouse. There's just one slight problem with that. It was over two hours long. So, to keep you dear viewers from having to deal with us for two solid hours, I have split the episode up into two. The first one being what Two Minds is more known for than we are. The back-and-forth discussion of, you know... What X is Y? Something like that. So so part one will be a discussion of a topic that Jake has chosen, whereas part two will be us breaking out the hypotheticals and super fight. I actually use the dungeon mode in this one, so that's probably why it took about over an hour of gameplay. So sit back and relax and listen to this first part of our... Well, second... Okay, it's the third part in the trilogy, the first part of the Brothers Quarrel 2 part. You feel? You good? Okay. And you'll also be hearing a new intro song coming up right after this. It is A Day in Cincinnati by Nikolai Heidlas. I apologize if I've butchered that name. But we were looking for a new intro, and it it was really good. And since we stopped midway through, I'll go ahead and do the the end of the episode spiel here. You can find us on iTunes, Podbean, Podbay, Stitcher, anywhere you like to find whatever podcast you listen to. If you want to contact us, our Twitter is at ABQ Podcast, capital A, capital B, capital Q. I'm not saying it, Jake. And <laughs> I can't believe I made myself laugh. And you can always email us at brothersquirrel at gmail.com. If you really want to show us your, uh, your love, you can... Uh, Get at us on our Facebook page, or you can, well, rate and review the podcast on iTunes. It'll it'll show a lot. Holler with your dollars, as you would say. Yeah. Wow, that was bad. Anyway, I'm going to let you guys go and enjoy what is probably the best produced episode we ever had, and that is quite sad. So please sit back and enjoy a Brothers Quarrel and Two Minds podcast. <laughs> Let's face it, you didn't want him to do the countdown so that we could actually do the intro. Absolutely, because the, per- the proper intro for this is not us. <laughs> I'm fucking dying. No, that's not a good intro. <laughs> oh. yeah. Sorry, got a bit. That's, that's what they're there got for. Got a bit of that. Yeah. Good old got a bit of your uh, chips, your chip goo on the mic. That's fine. That's what the foam thing's for. Grippo goo. <laughs> that. Yeah, sure. That doesn't sound like <laughs> masturbation at all. Well, not what until you there? said that. We have well, El Grippo so. and then El Grippo goo. <laughs> Grippo So what you're saying is Grippo goo can go from the windows to the walls until the sweat drips down your balls and all them bitches call. Okay, we need to stop having that be our intro. We're going to go ahead and do it. Hello and welcome to another episode of Brother Squirrel. That's Jake. That's Mr. Claywell. Oh, God. What that's the Mr. Ham. Hey, and that's Bob. Okay, I didn't know we were doing that. <laughs> fuck. I thought we were going to do what they did. I thought we were doing their thing. No, I, I wanted to fuck. include them into it. You sons of bitches. <laughs> anyway, at least nobody said hi. <laughs> I was actually kind of hoping you would. <laughs> we were bringing it back around to it, you though. so you could say hi. But... But 
that wouldn't have that'd be incongruous. No, that'd be incongruous of what was going on. <laughs> like when you go, you're supposed to go, but nope. But it already ended. But anyway, <laughs> we are joined by two people from Two Minds Won't Body Podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm going to do that. It's from uh, Two Minds. We have Claywell. Hello. And we have Jason, right? No, Jeremy. Jeremy. Fuck me. What is wrong with me? I'm Jason. That's, That's Jason over I'm there. I'm sorry. Jason, I'm having a bad day. Jeremy. You know what? This shit happened last night, too. This shit happened last night. Jake did the thing he knows he oughtn't do to me because I uh, ran into the Nikers at that freaking uh, at that restaurant. I'm bad with people. I as in like, Well, yeah, you are just, bad with yeah, people. Yeah, generally, I'm bad with people. But in this instance, I, I'm worried if I don't remember somebody. Right. So... Of course, it's like, do you remember these guys? Like, you motherfucker, Jake. You motherfucker. Yeah, this is how you do me. This is how you do your blood. Uh, I'm sorry, I got wrapped up in everything. But Jake, you can continue this part. But yes, yeah, so we have uh, we have our our good friends from Two Minds Podcast uh, with us, and uh, since we're on vacation, we made a, a big uh, setup to to hang out with these guys. He chose to work on vacation. <laughs> yep, kind of. Yep. His wife much. is super happy with him. <laughs> Actually, she was okay with it, so it's all good. Hi, Soraya. Right. Oh, no, oh, she, she doesn't, doesn't listen, listen to this so. shit. She listens to you all. Like, whenever I'm playing you all, she's like, why can't you listen to Claywell and Ham? Because they're easier on the ears. <laughs> oh. I'm flattered. Yeah. Remember, I'm remember, flattered. Remember, yeah. she's your biggest fan. She's still, yeah, she's our favorite fan. <laughs> she ain't even our fan. That should tell you something. We can't even get our family to listen to our shit. Except for Nicole. <laughs> Yeah, but she was on it, and she doesn't even know how to fucking tweet at us. <laughs> Nicole. Finger pointing. Right. Verbal finger pointing. So, yeah, so we've already finished recording an episode with these guys, and we're still not tapped out on right? talking. Well, you can kind of tell I probably am, because Jesus Christ, we went from, I think I tapped out my professionalness. I was being as professional. Yeah, that that was me being professional. You y'all. did a great job. <laughs> you did that. Yes, we're very proud of you. I did a good job. Good job, Bob. You did very well Who's today. A good boy? Like, who did all of his numbers? Yes, you did. You That's colored right. within the lines. Good job. Scruffles behind the ears. I'm talking about a child. Who would scruffle a child behind the ears and not go to jail? <laughs> Bad Jake. But you got to see, like, okay, I will have to say this. I'll have to, you know, uh, break kayfabe here. We went from being in your setup, which is like, okay, we have our setup. It's going to be nice. We're going to keep on point. And then right when we say, okay, go, guys, we're fucking howler monkeys. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, it was like, but dude, after you have said this now, with the whole Wayne's World reference, I will never be able to unsee this. So, sorry, we're ruined. We are ruined. We will never be able to do a countdown again, a four, three, two, one, and then go without me four, cackling three, like two, uh, uh, <laughs> Now it's gonna be hard to figure out what you're gonna do. That or the way it's world. Claywell's like, fuck. That's I'm so glad I don't have to edit this. Asking me here. I love it. <laughs> oh shit, no, you, you have no idea. Was this supposed to be hooked up beforehand? Or no, no, he said okay, after. Good. Right, okay, good. Okay, good. Yeah, this, this only records straight to SD cards. So. Cool. Alrighty. Yeah. I wanted to make sure. So, uh, Bob, but luckily, since you were singing for us, that kind of goes right in. So, if you all Sing. haven't listened to Two Minds, you don't know that Claywell and Ham are both big musical guys. Plays instruments. Ham, you were in a band. I was point, for like correct? years. Yes. Yeah. Ham plays like. Every instrument. Yeah. You, you give me an octopus, I'll figure out how to play it. He gave me shit for saying a sax was a <laughs> bass instrument when it's no, not. You said brass. it was a brass. 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 I'm damn. sorry. I'm sorry. No, no. Yes. That, that was not. That was me literally saying the wrong thing like an idiot. Okay. <laughs> I will own that shit. Much like your Die Hard is not a Christmas movie take. No, no, we no. Are, we already no, did that. We've had that conversation today. three fucking days in a row, Jacob. And it still does not no, get old. But anyway. How about the so, <laughs> Was those dolphins? <laughs> I don't know, but we'll talk PGA if you want. <laughs> so we we've, we've got some musically inclined uh, friends. So we actually have we have some uh, music driven topics today. So I thought what would be fun is if we just took three of I'm guessing is probably the four of us our most popular decades. We're, so we're looking at the 70s, 70 to 79, the 80s, 80 to 89, or the 90s, 90 to 99. Okay, three of pr- possibly like there was so much 
good music put out in those three decades. I thought it would be fun if each one of us, without telling one another, pick Unlike one of Jake, those decades. Who already told me. <clears throat> I love pick that look. <laughs> one of those decades, and then choose three songs and or albums that would best define that decade to say this is why this is the best decade of these three. That's so, a, that's a tough tough topic, right? Though. So it could be something where you just love and think that these three songs or albums or combination are just phenomenal and that they can't be beaten. Or if you just think that you can put together a better argument than the other three. Okay. I know. I think I can do that. (laughs) I I forgot that it was, it's just on the cusp. It is just, it is, it is right at the the tip. It is the, it is the (laughs) pre-sputum. It is the (laughs) pre-sputum. It's right there. It's just, Nice. All over my mic. I appreciate that. <laughs> it's what they're for. <laughs> oh, Bob's like, if Jake can blow the mic, damn it. <laughs> Jake can blow the mic. I can talk about it. It's pre-cum, okay? okay fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, since we have guests, Claywell, did you put together a list? Not really. <laughs> I put mine together this morning, so it's all right. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of working. I'm working. I'm, I'm working. Here's the thing. Here, okay, so here's my problem. There are two two decades that I think that would be just like mm-hmm. that. Really, 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 really. Mm-hmm. You could build a strong foundational argument. And I'm like, do I go this way or do I go this then way? You know what? Oh. Do you, do you, want, do you want me to go first? Go, let's, let's have you go last, and that'll inform your final decision. Okay, that sounds good. There we go. Do you sounds want me good. to go first? Yeah, sure. I'll go first. I didn't really sit down and do a list because I'm just going to pull the uh, asshole argument out of here. And I'm not picking any of these decades. <laughs> what? So, How is that? Dude, you're already breaking out of the, the rules, like, out of the I'm criteria. I'm going with, 20, with the 2010s because I love T-Swizzle. <laughs> He's close. He's big, close. Big Bang, man. You can't see Big Bang. Thinks, actually. He, he's close. But, uh, I mean, I've listened to their podcast. They will do this stuff, and then both of them will completely ignore the fucking criteria <laughs> set out. <laughs> Rules be damned. Rules oh, be damned. Second high two. Second high two. <laughs> do you know, hold so, on, real quick, do you know where the high two comes from? No. Have you I ever don't. seen the movie Booty Call with Jamie Foxx and Tommy Davidson? No. <clears throat> there are these like uh, um, convenience workers. The convenience, convenience workers. workers. Okay, so kind of like clerks. Like, and they were like instead of high five, like oh, hi two, hi two, hi two. Anytime they slam somebody, so yeah, it, yeah. We're, you got to we're, lick it. We're sheep. Okay. Before you stick it. Fair enough. You we got to are. munch it before you punch it. I've heard that before. Yeah, that's what it's from. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Anyway, continue. So probably I'm, heard it before because of this some bitch. <laughs> probably that movie's funny as hell. Probably. Sorry. So go ahead. I'm going to say the best decade is the current decade. Because well, in today's I, I, society, I, I, what? Because that would still be the twenty tens, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because in today's society, if it's not happening right now, it's never happened. Right here, right now. Exactly. Ah, oh, hey, how much? It's not tomorrow. <laughs> you have no. I mean, I, oh no, I was doing the U two, the right here, right now. Oh, yeah, oh, you have no idea uh, how much that hurts to uh, do. But that's I did. disgusting, Bob. Well, I mean, anyway, at least you only sorry, have to know like two chords. <laughs> uh. That's an edgy statement. <laughs> <laughs> Eiffel Tower. <laughs> so many layers. So many layers. Oh, now I don't, I don't. I don't. I don't really hold any particular band or song in any high esteem right now. I mean, honestly, if we're talking about merit and and whatnot, my honest opinion is it's probably. I would go with the '60s, perfect. To be perfectly honest, from like the best bands, I would say from the '60s. The because it had that feel of blues. <laughs> Hell yeah, blues emerging. It was around that time when blues and uh, rock merged the most. Right. Yeah. You got like, yep. yeah. Zeppelin, the Stones, the Beatles. I mean, a lot of your big bands, Jimmy Hendrix. had their birth in the '60s. Right. And, and right. You, and, and you got the bands that like like those three that are still well, not the Beatles, but St- the Stones and Zeppelin still play occasionally. Yeah. Uh, the Beatles are still relevant. Like I mean, their music. Yeah, McCartney still is is doing his thing. Yeah. Or you is got McCartney. It McCartney. <gasps> exactly. Hey, did we had that discussion? You did. I love that discussion. That was awesome. It may have I been fall. It. Could have been fall. No, false fall. It could be false fall. But either way. So no, I would have to say the. But my smart ass answer is it's the music of today because anything that's not happening right now never happened. 
that is a take on society that I will appreciate uh, and will allow. But, but yeah. sorry, give me just a <laughs> second allow. here. Yeah. When it comes, even if it was, you know, the false Paul, I mean, it, it, it's fine because, you know, his music had a nice little pulse to it. It did. <laughs> Band no. on the run. Oh, boy. Band oh. on the run. <laughs> two puns. Two puns. Eat it, bitch. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> no, you can't kick me, Claywell. <laughs> too far away. I seriously thought that's what he was looking under the table for. <laughs> Damn it. Well, you're sitting in an odd angle to do it, so I was going to do it for you. Uh, but I can't kick reach. the leg of the table first. You yeah. did kick the leg of I the table. <laughs> you can't kick the leg of the table. Like, I probably would. So that's, that's my one. answer. I like it. Because, uh, it, I, I mean, in my honest opinion, my honest opinion of the best bands, I would have to go for the 60s. Just because, because those bands have think about survived. The most political bands were also some of the most popular. That's something you don't really see all that much. Right. And, this is true. and in my opinion, uh, today's music, is not I don't it's know overproduced it no, as shit too it's, compressed it's overproduced it's just, the yeah. that's why vinyl as you guys were talking <laughs> well, about no. vinyl is the best no no no, no. I, I'm Digital. right there with you Digital. Hey. <laughs> I love that discussion I can't have but, very many vinyl records on this son of a exactly. bitch exactly exactly the vinyl doesn't go too well on my phone but still it's I mean well you probably could but you do look like the jackass <laughs> like I have this attachment it plugs into the USB cord <laughs> I have to hold my, my hand perfectly still like this and it, but you know what exactly level. it has the perfect levels <laughs> oh and then what happens when you're talking you go to gesticulate and bam there goes your Mumford and Son album right up against the fucking wall <laughs> but I mean so t today's bands like very few of them write their own music mm -hmm. they don't come up with their own lyrics yeah. it's all produced by an algorithm or a committee that decides mm -hmm. what's gonna sell it's not about Welcome to the machine, the, right? Yep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. So even Bob feels like Chance the Rapper is part of the machine now. So. That's a sad part, yeah. And uh, it's going to probably, I'm spoiler on this, but uh, yeah, it's going to talk about it in mine too. But uh, So I'll go next because of that. But, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, Chance the Rapper, amazing. But listening to Acid Rap, his mixtape, mm -hmm. it's fucking phenomenal. Right. The only problem I have with it is he likes to put a ba on a backtrack just a little whack. Just that constantly. But once you notice it, you can't not notice it. Thanks. But there's still really good music. But anything he's released, mainstream, right. he's just another mainstream rapper, and it fucking no, sucks. No, he's not, though. Because even even though you don't like No Problem, look, I don't like 2 Chains, and I'm not a huge Lil Wayne fan, but No Problem, I love He should that not song, be collaborating but, at all. But... That does not take away from the fact that he still does not sound like mainstream rap. Mainstream so rap is Drake. That shit sucks. Guess like what? that Drake dude, is fucking uh, ridiculous. Is what Young Money? All there's, that shit is the reason, fucking same. There's a reason why Kanye West has not put anything out that's been great since his first CD. Well, and, part of the machine. Yep. And another part of it is the production. <laughs> uh, so you, you get these people that take uh, fifty takes. Of, of the vocal track and then they cut the best part from each of the 50 takes in mm -hmm. to make the mm -hmm. the final edit very true and <laughs> I will always the, love the sound of a studio album of just like everybody you can how you can feel right when it was more like hear the, the drum the echo of the drums like, like domination by Pantera right and Cowboys oh, from Hell yeah. as soon as you hear first take like a motherfucker and then they slay it it's so great yeah I thought they were Pantera what? He said it was He's Slayer. trying to make us no. I said and then they slay oh, it. Slay it. Okay, I'm sorry. Yes. That makes a bad <laughs> pun then. Sorry. So but but my point is though, like and I was just watching a thing about this last night. Uh what they come out with on the final studio released album is impos literally impossible for a human to to perform. They either edit the 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 flow so tightly together that the person performing on stage cannot breathe because the words are hitting so or fast. They, they just Millie Vanilli. Millie Vanilli is the new standard. You right. just listen right. well, to the that's, track. Yeah. yeah. But it's so either they don't leave enough room in the track for the artist to breathe because they've just edited all the best parts together, or uh, when they cut it, they layer it a little too close and one word will actually start 
before the previous word even finishes. And there's literally no way a human being can speak two words at the Tech same nine. time. Tech could do it. Tech could do it. Is ridiculous, dude. Okay, well maybe, but I mean, <laughs> he's a fucking Martian though. So. That dude is ridiculous. But, and and there are people that can do like uh, what is Tuvan it? throat singers. Yeah, with the. Why did I know that's where vocals. he was going to? Yeah, Seriously. so I mean, <laughs> people can do weird things, but on the large. Like they, the way they cut them together, it's impossible for somebody to perform on stage. So when the artist gets on stage, they're either having to lip sync, or they leave parts of the <clears throat> vocals out just so they can breathe, or because it's just literally impossible to speak that quickly. Anyway. Yeah. All right, Bob. So since okay. you're gonna. <laughs> so on mine, my answer literally is the 2010s. Damn it! I'm not joking. And because we've we've established the way I handle things are not uh oh this is the best period like you asked me to name my top ten songs I can't fucking do it I, I can probably only give go, you the top five or seven I can only go with what is what I'm feeling do at what the now? moment what's right. going on now oh Bob's saying that he couldn't give a top ten favorite songs of all time list oh really yeah That's, it's, I know, it's because I would be sitting here for fucking three goddamn hours and just come up with like I don't know loving touch and squeezing um but no so. I can only go by with what I'm feeling right now, and I have been feeling the shit out of some of the stuff that's been coming out in this decade. Starting off, which is why I had to double check that it came out this decade, Janelle Monae's Arch Android. Holy fucking shit. That whole album is gold. It's a, a She released two albums, uh, all based around uh, Metropolis. Two concept albums back to back. Yes. Like the old 20s film? Yes. Okay. Some of her first recordings her first uh solo stuff was goddamn concept albums this hmm. late and also <clears throat> like next week <clears throat> next week or the week after her new album's coming out and she has created the yonic version of kiss by prince Oh, it wow. is just from I the female perspective. Song, yeah. I will play it in a moment if you want, because it is literally Kiss. And not in a way of like, oh, this just sounds like a Kiss ripoff. No, it makes you feel like Kiss did. It is so it but it doesn't have as cheesy lines. It's actually a lot better in my opinion. But That's there's, sacrilege. Dude. There's Janelle Monet. Like no, no, I will always love it, but it isn't Primo Prince. All right. It's 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 bog standard prince, but it's not Primo. Uh, <clears throat> there's also, uh, if you want to talk about overproduction and, uh, you know, people not writing their own stuff, all that childish Gambino's awakened my love that album. There's only one song in it. I don't like, and that's just because it interrupts the flow of the album. It's an okay song by its own, but man, just listening to that album not only just normally, uh, I went over to one of my friends, Tretz, one time, and he just we were just having some wine and listening to that. It felt so right, just having a, just relaxing with a nice glass of wine, letting this music just wave Where the you. fuck are we at with hip-hop? Like, if, it, if you feel good <laughs> drinking wine and listening to hip-hop. Because and that Childish Gambino <laughs> oh, is fuck, really... Man. The well, dude maybe, is... Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. The dude is... Think, he's the Peter Gabriel of rap. Seriously, wait, wait, wait. Maybe it was nothing. like Boone's Farm or something. <laughs> oh, no, he's a full-on wino. No, it was no, good shit. He's, he's, talk, he's talking about Childish Gambino, not Bubba Sparks. <laughs> <laughs> so, now, wait. I, or Uncle Cracker or Kid Rock. I'm, I'm, I'm uninitiated, but I think, right, am I... Uh, that's Donald Glover, yes, right? Yes, Donald Glover, yeah. Okay. I, like the first think, album was very. I'm, oh, I didn't even realize that was that was Donald very hip hop. It was a, it was, it was a deconstruction of a lot of hip hop. Like okay. it really was. It was just using the the well the current structure of Cash Money Hoes to tell different stories and to rip that shit apart. This one, he just said fucking and made the album he wanted to make. It's more of an R and B album, and okay. it is gold. And mm. I I the the third one and. I have no, I have no, uh, oh, shit. Um, it's Carly Rae Jepsen's emotion. I don't know who that is. The fucking call me maybe girl. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, it is a, and this is throwing in the face of the shit you were saying. And I had this on lock well before coming in here because in terms of pop music, right? Yes. She doesn't write her own shit. I don't think she writes most of her own shit. Most of it. I think it is by committee. 
yes, it's it's produced to hell, but it's produced well. It is it is what pop music should be. It is well because pop music always all changes. It's never going right. to be the same thing forever. <clears throat> no, hence by definition, pop now, is whatever. Sometimes the you'll have um, Bob, right. sometimes you'll have that. Madonna, yeah. sometimes you'll actually have "I Love You Always Forever," <laughs> but but no, it always. Should, but this feels like what pop music should just bubblegummy, just something you'll listen to. And I shit you not, it's on my phone right now. Like it is, it is like "Run Away with Me" is a really damn good pop song, and yeah, it's. It's, Again, I can't say anything because I have kind of started to like Taylor Swift, so I yeah. can't give well, you a when hard, does, too hard. Well, when she does <laughs> thoughtful <laughs> shit like we talked about in part one of this two-part uh, podcast. Side A. Two-part cast. Side B. Side B. Remember, please, he said flip. Please flip over your disc to side A because, yes, I said disc at the end of the last episode like a yes, fucking yeah. idiot. Maybe it is a leaf, no laser disc. I'm still like that. Fuck. And just like that, you realize that oh, vinyl is no, 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 no. One. It's like <laughs> it's like when you used to buy DVDs at Walmart when wild, widescreen first started. Oh, yeah, widescreen, oh, widescreen, was, and, and full we, screen. Oh, also we finally for listened the record, to the widescreen. Training day was my first DVD. <laughs> really, training whenever, day. Whenever I was working at Walmart, whenever I bought my PlayStation Two, that's yeah. whenever I finally had a DVD player. And I you bought know what about day. training Heard day? That. Fucking right after that movie came out, everybody, it was already showing up on AMC. It oh, was yeah. already considered a classic movie. Right when it came out. Yeah, because Denzel so, fucking wrecked like, that Everybody movie, knew dude. the moment you saw that. It's like, you know what? That's going to be in a lot of shit. But then yeah. they went ahead and remade it as Bright. And that sucked dick. <laughs> then you realize, I, you try to watch Train Dame again. It's like, wow, this is so simple. Like, why did we think this was such a great movie? It because is so fucking Denzel simple. Denzel is so good in it. He's okay. Yeah. But like, he's just a... Anyway. Like, when you so look wait, at wait, it afterwards, wait. the glass shattered. But anyway, right? who's... And is the that one the, with Will Smith with the trolls. I thought and that was like Shadowrun the movie. You know me too. It looked like Shadowrun the movie, but no, it wasn't Shadowrun the movie. Oh, okay. I haven't actually seen it. I just Basically, saw it. Yeah, okay, I think about it. like this. Think about if uh, D&D, you know, high fantasy. Right. If, if that was able to just continue to now. You basically have literally L.A., but with dragons and shit. Oh, racial okay. relations still exist, but there's also orcs and shit. So that means the Civil War existed. Everything mm. in human history happened as human history would have happened. But there's also elves and orcs and shit. No. Like, do you really think fucking Hiroshima <laughs> happened with a goddamn orcs? No. This is fucking... Like, you can't have... Yes, it's literally today, but there's centaurs. It's like... No, nice. right there. You can't nice. have horse races because centaurs would get pissed. Like you can't, <laughs> you can't have dog food. You're fucked. Glue, glue would never have evolved. Like so, seriously, so you can't, like, you're fucked. So, so, so would like horse racing be like blackface to centaurs? Yes. Okay. It, it not, worse. It's an act of oppression. You are huh? not. Huh? It's not just. It's not. It's not a blackface because. Oh no no no, no no no! What would happen though? The the English pantomime, the the London pantomime thing of the two men one horse, two right. men one horse. <laughs> <laughs> that that is blackface. Okay, okay. yeah, right. the, see the that. two man outfit. That so music. Can you not? Can you not see? Can you not see though? I mean, possibly centaurs being the ones that that promote this and actually run the races themselves, kind of like Indians and casinos. Yeah. <laughs> The jockey is the horse. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's more of like a. Cups? Uh, do they? Because if you're in a professional sport, you have to wear protective gear. Do if 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 centaurs are their own horse race, do they have to wear cups? No, mm, I don't know. No. Also, in that movie, the centaur cop, he had the riot gear on, and it had like that bit that covers up your junk. But with it a horse, cover it cover it, it would cover up his his lungs. It was like. Like that's your dick guard, brah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's still vital. Yeah, but that would just be a normal set of armor. It it actually was just the basic catcher's outfit with like the crotch guard. It made absolutely no sense. Maybe so they Jake, just didn't want your face. So, um, oh hell, Bob. just a moment there, Bob. Go ahead and, and continue, but I'm I'm gonna pull something. <clears throat> up. All right. So so me and Jake, I ironically say today. But really think the 60s. But Bob actually thinks today. And here's another reason of that is like, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, so, uh, dear viewers, go so, ahead and Google so, centaur fold. 
So, um, yeah, part of my, my D&D group, you know, they, they actually, we have this our own little private little Facebook page, and that was sent to me once, and I thought, nice. what the Dude, hell? Dude, that is hilarious. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Which devolved into a conversation about what is the physiology or the, the skeletal structure and where are the organs like as far as a centaur goes. Yeah, where are yeah, the lungs? Do they have two sets they, of lungs? Do they, they have all two hearts? And so, think about this. How many, <laughs> how many female centaurs do you actually see? This is true. There's not very many, right? Well, centaurs are born very, very violently. So, Well, they are conceived very, 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 very violently, Umbridge. <laughs> So <laughs> that's well, always kind of been the low key reason. If I guess it depends ever, on which way, which one's the male. If you've ever read or watched uh, Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, the um, the evil Ministry of Magic wench that uh, that kind of takes over the school Umbridge. Yes, at the end she becomes catatonic after having yeah. been taken away by centaurs, and is she catatonic because she centaurs did to centaurs her what centaurs, centaurs do? Were they centaurs to, do what centaurs do, baby. You kind of say they were trying to make babies with Umbridge? No, just that she's just flat out raped in general. Because that's what centaurs would do. They would they would carry off human women and then violently rape them. What do you them. expect? They were born from Zeus. I don't know if they actually were, but he fucked everything. So more than likely, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he, he did. was the Genghis Khan of Greek mythology. Or was it just because her ego was so shattered that she was catatonic? So, Or what was it that shattered her ego? A There's giant plenty. horse penis? <laughs> <laughs> I doubt that was ego that was shattered. Oh, I'm going to hell. <sighs> it depends on if her power was yonic based. <laughs> then her ego was shattered. <laughs> God damn, we're horrible human beings. <laughs> so terrible. We're quite bad, yes. So terrible. <laughs> anyway, so what's your decade, okay, so anyway. What's your favorite decade of music, Jacob? <laughs> okay, so mine, I felt like it would be obvious if I went with the 90s. Because I'm me. Um, and I chose all three of these. Obvious would be a good thing. We went weird. <laughs> I chose all three of these yeah. because, to me, I could make an argument for any of them. And I started to do the 90s, but I changed it up to the 70s. Okay. Uh-oh. Okay. So, okay. now, the 60s, I like. There's only one reason why I didn't include the 60s. And right. that's for me, personally. Gets a little too folky for me. That's the yeah. only thing that I didn't See, like about the 60s. I, yeah, I'm, like, I'm there, too. I'm, I'm not big on folk music. Yeah. Well, so and, you're not and, like a Joni Mitchell, Bob Dylan? No, I really can't stand Bob Dylan for the most part. You don't like One Brave Soldier? No. No. I don't really oh, like his I'll voice. tell your neighbors. Maybe that's part of it, but like even the hurricane, Crosby if I'm watching Nash, if I'm right. watching Dazed and Confused. Good bit of harmony. I, and they're now, Crosby Stills and Nash. A, girl, a little young girl, because... You know, I'm searching for that woman girl. Like, let's have this nice harmonizing song where we all agree that we want to fuck a teenage girl. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that Southern Cross? Isn't yeah. that the name of it? I think do about like it. that uh, song. I'm searching for that woman I, girl. I was going to say, don't they say think about it in the song? And so whenever you said think about it, I thought you were going to just start reciting nah, some lyrics. No, nah, I forgot. But anyway. I couldn't get past, you know, the, the stat. But another, <laughs> another thing that was hard for me about this topic is kind of the same thing Bob is saying. Like, it's hard. My musical taste is so eclectic. Like, I like bluegrass and country and folk and rock and rap and metal and classical music. And, like, it's so, but, so it makes it really hard for me to narrow it down. And I totally get it. I'm the same way. I love, like, just about anything except for what passes for country these days and uh, fucking techno. I just can't do techno. Yeah, I can't fuck with techno all that <laughs> yeah. much, no. Yeah. I, do, I get I, I get some it. people like the just the constant background. And that honestly, that can help you work sometimes, but it just yeah, it just don't get me hard. I like it I like it when I'm playing games. Drop it on like back playing in the now, background. I put on and, podcasts. I did kinda like the blade, <laughs> I get too distracted. I did like the blade soundtrack and the first Mortal Kombat soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> Fight! Finish! So those soundtracks I actually did kind of sort of like, but um, and that's even the reason why even with Nine Inch Nails and Tool, I'm still like, because you know it's still kind of that uh, not warehouse. What's it's it industrial. called? Industrial. industrial rock. It's yeah. just sometimes it tips toe. It tiptoes a little I too can't close. Deal with it that much just because like, oh man, this is some douchey lyrics. Okay. Thank you. I'm going. Bye. 
But so with the 70s, the very first thing I wrote down was the song Rapper's Delight by the Sugar Hell Gang. Now, the song as a single was released in 1979, but the, their first CD or album was released in February of 1980. So, as a single, that song, because it is what really brought rap to a forefront. Instead of it just being on street corners right. in New York, right. all of a sudden, it's now something that can be the, consumed. The, it put it on the stage. What, right. really, what really put it over, it has to, you can't, there's no contest. It's fucking... Uh, that shit that Run DMC did with Aerosmith. Oh yeah, no, that, 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 that's what that's what shattered the, the, the wall. I mean, that's, that's what, on the stage, right? Yeah, but right. you also had Sugar Hill Gang putting it out there for mass consumption if someone wanted to then you right. consume it. it. It's so dork, <laughs> it is, but, but it's so good. But nobody did that song better than the Swedish Chef. On, oh, I, was gonna, I thought you were going to say the, the Grandma and Wedding Singer. Yes. God, that'd be awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. It was with the new Muppets. Oh, really? Like, like recently? The TV show or the... Yeah. They, I don't know if they did oh, it wait, on the, the show. The newer, but, newer one. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it was on the it was online? Yeah, I don't know if they did it in the show, but they did it as like a little promo it's video. Like a, and he yeah, comes out and he's like... <laughs> He's been yeah. doing some good stuff with that. And, Letting Henson's do what Henson's do. And that's do. another great thing about hip hop. Like, if you think about rock, like, it, it's a lot of times it's either really, really subtle or beat you over the head with it. Like, whenever somebody tries to use, like, a Black Sabbath lyric or a Led Zeppelin lyric. But with hip hop, it's usually with the beats that they use or even lyrics. Like, with. Rapper's Delight, just the hotel, motel, Holiday Inn. Think about how many different hip-hop and R&B songs that you've heard that include those exact same words. There's so much that is taken from that song specifically um, and that just kind of built hip-hop throughout the ages. So I just couldn't not have I that on there. I need to make a point. Yes. I accidentally was doing Bust a Move, not Rapper's Delight. <laughs> Someone may eventually <laughs> notice that. Oh wait, most of the people who listen are here, so fuck. Uh, but number two is going to be a popular choice, and may not come as a surprise. But rumors by Fleetwood Mac. Oh my god! Mainly yeah? because that is something you can listen to front to back and never get bored. Right. I mean, there's some songs on there that are played too much, and I'm like, fuck, I really don't. I just don't want to hear it, and then True. skip it. But as a collection, it is almost flawless. You got a point. What's no, that? I don't have a point. Oh. I just feel like I don't really like. I, I've heard people talk about the album. Not familiar with it. See, so come to the so, house after a while or sometime. I actually kind of felt the I'll same. I'll let you way. listen to it on vinyl. Okay. I, I actually whenever, whenever I okay. listen whenever I listen to the entire thing, it was actually on Apple Music. But I was like, okay, you know, it was around the time that Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 was coming out. And, you know, when um, Break the Chain was like, or no, what, what or un, no, it's not Unchained. That's Van Halen. Anyway, that song was like it's everywhere. Everywhere. Chain. Yeah, the yeah. chain. So yeah. that song was everywhere, right? So I'm like, all right, I'm legitimately yeah, going to. No, what? It wasn't in the movie. Yeah, it was. No. It wasn't actively in the movie. You sure? It or, was. <clears throat> Was it Guardians no. of the Galaxy? No, no, it, no, no. Yeah. It was on the it was, it was on, on the soundtrack, the soundtrack but, not, but it oh, wasn't. It was, it on, was the on the all the ads. It wasn't in the movie. Huh. huh. Anyway, about that. anyway, so okay. I was like, you know what? Wow. I'm going to actually sit down and listen to this because it's always touted as one of the best albums of all time. I'm like, I want to sit down and listen to it. I skipped through "Go Your Own Way" because. Fuck, I've heard that song so many times. Yeah, I know that song. An album mm -hmm. you can listen to front to back, you skip the song. But it's still true. As a whole, you can still listen to it. It's just a personal preference. Well, like, it's he's like, right, though. I mean, there are certain songs on there that's been overplayed. Yeah. Um, Which is why I don't like hardly any ACDC. Because of this fucking I state. Can't, I can't stand ACDC. <laughs> yeah, Double Q is the reason why he can't stand ACDC. I can't stand, stand ACDC because... I, and here's the thing. Most musicians that I know can't stand ACDC. They are so simplistic in everything that they do that it's boring. It is. I actually love Who Made Who. That is probably one of my favorite ACDC songs because it's not like their typical kind of 
cookie cutter like whenever it cuts into the whenever the the verse really hits and then you get that little guitar riff yeah i fucking love it man i'm like i just want to like fucking throw some weights through a window or drive really fast you know it just kind of gets me amped but well i mean my favorite acdc song is ride on yeah most people probably don't know it but it's it was only on the um Oh God! I'm forgetting the the movie. The movie where the trucks go crazy and try to kill everybody. Oh, Maximum, Maximum Overdrive. Overdrive. Yeah, it was on the soundtrack for Emilio! that. <laughs> yep. Where the antagonist was a Green Goblin truck. Yes. And also a Stephen King book. Yeah. Yeah. Not shit, because Jake, I just said the antagonist was a fucking <laughs> Green Goblin truck, and this is one like it started with Stephen King's like. Well, most of my movies, other people have made them. This one, this was all done by me. It has my fullest sale of approval, and I love this. Come watch it. Come watch this movie. I actually fully watched Shawshank for the first time the other day and legitimately loved it. I'd only caught bits and pieces of it, like on TV or anything like that. I'd never fully watched Shawshank. That's the Scrimshaw Redaction? Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> the Shim Sham Redaction. It was good. <laughs> uh, and then finally, my... The Flim Flam Reduction? That's the one. Yeah, You yeah. know the one with yeah, right. with that tall dude. Yeah. Filth the Flarm. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually watching that Eddie Murphy have you, have section you, of you, Delirious. Do you know what we're referencing no. at all? What was it? Uh, when, An uh, evening it, with Harry Carey and Garp. Is that what it was? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Tim Robbins comes out on 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 stage, and every time he says Shawshank Redemption, he says something completely different. Shim Sham Reduction, because <laughs> no one can pronounce the, that the name. That is awesome. <laughs> yeah. But it's awesome. it's got J.K. Rowling, uh, Stephen King, and uh, whoever wrote Garp. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I can't remember uh, the guy's name. The world according to the world according to. Yeah, I can't remember that guy's name. Yeah. Anyway, can't either. Right off yeah, the top I, of my head. I, I, I never heard of it. So no. that's your second runner. Right? Yeah. All so right. number three is going to be a strange choice. You might say that it's off the wall. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because at the time that it was released, "Off the Wall" by Michael Jackson was the best-selling album by black artist in history until Thriller came out. Right. But because of Thriller off the wall kind of gets forgotten about a lot because thriller was thriller, yeah. you know? So I actually put off the wall on there. Plus he collaborated uh, that on that album, him and Stevie wonder collaborated a lot. And I think it shows through, like if you think about, um, can't get enough right. like that one specifically, it feels like a Stevie wonder song, <laughs> but, but better it's because... yeah. Yeah. And here's you know, the thing, he also collaborated with Eddie Murphy. It, yeah, my girl wants to party all the time. Party all the time. Like no, it was horrid. <laughs> yeah, it was, horrid. it was pretty terrible. But no, I had to give some love to Michael Jackson. Uh, that sounds so bad. In in this list, <laughs> I think you're too old for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, for sure. Dude, did yeah. you actually hear about what happened with that? No. The dad created the story, and the kid just said up and down that it didn't happen, and then the kid started agreeing with the dad. And then he was taken away from the dad because the dad was beating him because oh, he nice. forced the kid Lovely. to say that shit. Nice. No, Michael Jackson's a fucking creepo, but he's a creepo because he was busted. Yeah, there's been no real evidence. Yeah, of his dad, yeah, his dad was, broke that entire yeah, his, family, man. Yeah, right. those kids were fucked. But yeah. yeah. Also, Weird Al collaborate or Weird Al did a thing with yeah, Michael Jackson. He actually because he never has to ask anybody. He walked up. He asked Michael Jackson if it was okay for him to do this. And Michael Jackson asked to hear it because, you know, nobody right. wants to get slammed. But you don't realize Weird Al doesn't make a parody to make fun of you. Right. He makes a parody yeah. because he's, he respects he's that making, music. He's right. making stupid stuff. That's it. It's just a silly thing. Right. And it, if you don't want to know his actual it's, it's, musical it's talent, an homage to, to, the to those, those yep. performers exactly. and artists, though. Yep. He's the just polkas themselves fun. are, like, yeah. That's him. Like, yes, he can, he can, like, and he can make good music. Right. He just likes fucking, you know, he's collaborating with freaking Hanson. A lot. I've heard that. Yeah, in their newer songs, he's in almost every last one of them. Hmm. Because Hanson is actually a pretty good act. They yeah, have been yeah, consistently yeah. making making music since Umbop. They have been doing. They have been going strong, and their last two albums have not been bad at all. Huh. Didn't even know they were still around. Yeah. Other than they have yeah, been going no strong. They're still. <laughs> Now, for what it's worth, if I would have chosen the 90s, I would have chose... Uh, oh, yeah, I remember seeing that. I would have chose Nirvana Unplugged in New York, TLC, Crazy Sexy Cool, and Tupac, Me Against the World. Can I yeah, Can I, Can I? I say something? I don't know if I've said this on air. I am fucking done with Nirvana. And that's okay. You can I, be. I can't. I can't. 
I will okay. She said in songs like that, I will listen to from Dust Till Dawn. Like great, they're fine. But at the end of the day, it's man, it's bad poetry made to seem deeper than it See, is. See, but with unplugged, it's those covers. Okay, so like Jesus so don't want me for Sunbeam if I, if, and if, if I was gonna go nineties, I would probably go I would have to go like a Nirvana, Nirvana under uh, the Unplugged. I really mm-hmm. like that. It's simply because yeah, it's a well re- crafted. I will give that. Yeah. it was well crafted. And, it, and a lot of the stuff that they do in that specific album is not their own work. Exactly. I mean, right. it's, it's, exactly. it's covering other I things. Exactly. This. I will also. I would probably also go um, Alice in Chains. Dirt. I really liked that. Um, and then a third album for '90s. I really don't know. Um, it, th- there's, there's so there's many in the '90s, and it depends on which direction you yeah. would want to go. Well, I mean, and I think the problem um, for most of us is the '90s were our formative years. Yeah, and that's that's our. I could even go No Strings Attached by NSYNC. We lived through them, so yeah. we never or looked back. Bye bye bye. So right. It's, it's chewing, but also I will say this: I, and if it wasn't for no doubt uh, even. Yeah, no doubt. Like they're very no doubt. Like tragic Just, kingdom. Tragic yeah, kingdom I was, was say, awesome. Only tragic kingdom. Only tragic yeah. kingdom. Yes, yeah. dude. Like I'm just a girl. I will totally jam out the to that. The whole that is, album, man, is, is so awesome. good. It's really good. Yep. yep. Um. So yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot that you could pull from 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 90s. But that's that's so, the yeah. reason I couldn't pull the 90s though, is because like you're saying for that, like a yeah. lot of that stuff is overplayed to me. Because it is I because we, it. yeah, we lived through it. We were there. Because I still right. love the right. Ten Things I Hate About You soundtrack. Yeah, that's like a perfect encapsulation of like the punk and sky. Even of, if of, there's of like mid letters to of late nineties. Right. Yeah, it, right. it's perfect. Like I love Save Ferris and Letters to Cleo and all, yeah, fucking fantastic, dude. Yeah, <laughs> but no, anyway. uh, one thing about uh, Unplugged New York. If it wasn't for that, uh, David Bowie. Until he died, would have still been doing Man Who Sold the World with that horrible little voice thingy. Because I like, I like the song. I just hated your face, Kirk White. Like when mm-hmm. the original version, but after freaking unplugged, he started doing it like a human fucking being. Right. And I saw like one version of it. Oh my god, there was like a thirty-person band. It was fucking amazing of them doing Man Who Sold the World. That cover was it just was yeah. so fucking it was good. So it man. made David yeah. Bowie stop playing that song in a stupid way. Yeah, it was so cool. good. But yeah, yeah, that leaves Mr. Ham. Okay, he put so, his together while we were talking. I well, like no, it. I mean, Hopefully. I was, I was, <laughs> I mean, I'd already kind of had had settled on on one decade, and like I said, if I was going to go nineties, those were the ones. Eighties, I could put together pretty easily too, mm-hmm. simply because I mean, if I wanted to go early eighties, I can. There's there's quite a few things that you can yeah. pull from. Late eighties, I would probably pull from some of the big arena bands, you know, hair bands and things like that. Guns and Roses, Rain, Metallica. Straight Out of Compton. You got, yeah, you've got Appetite for Destruction. Yeah, 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 all of that kind of stuff. You have Prince that was doing his thing all through the eighties. Madonna. Yeah. Introduced in the '80s, there was a lot. And Time. I mean, no matter yep. where Morris you Day. are at, uh, fucking Genesis. Yep. I mean, Phil Collins. That dude is amazing mm-hmm. as far as you know, a musical genius in my opinion. Even Chicago, Chicago and Peter Gabriel. Exactly. And, yep. I mean, there's a lot, a lot that you can pull from from the '80s. Jo- but if Jason's I'm like, yeah. I liked Gabriel <laughs> Genesis more. I did. I, did. I, I wasn't that big a fan of you're Collins. Not a, you're not a, Phil, a, not a that, Collins fan? I like, I, like Ga- I like Gabriel's. Well, like I said. I like Gabriel's. I like weird, eclectic shit. Here's and the Gabriel thing. I like fucking Gabri- weird. I like Gabriel better on his own. Yes. Oh, yeah. Than, than, oh, than yeah. with Genesis, to be Without honest. Without a doubt. Um, I think once they separated, both got better, in my opinion. Because um, I like Phil Collins because he has his own little niche that he did. Yep. And then Gabriel had his own little niche yep. that he filled. So Same I think way with both. Joe Walsh and uh, and the Don Eagles. Henley. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Joe Walsh is. The problem with like, the Eagles was Don Henley, though. True. true. Everything, true. every bit of Eagles, like, you Very can tell true. if you like. Everybody's like, I love, you either love or you hate Eagles. No, no, no. You either love Joe Walsh or you, because, or you tolerate. You, you like Seven Don Bridges Henley. Road. Seven Bridges Road has some of the best harmonizing Dude, you will ever hear it in is rock awesome. and roll. It's I saw, so great. I saw Eagles in <laughs> 90, fucking 80. In 94, <laughs> I think it was probably one of the greatest shows I've ever seen and it, the reason being is if I would have walked in there blindfolded I would have thought they were playing from a CD it was so really? perfect really? everything was so spot on um, but here's the thing whenever you saw them they didn't just play Eagles tunes I mean they played Glenn Fry stuff they played um, Don hmm. Henley stuff Joe Walsh broke out like Smoky Mountain Way and, and, and uh, 
ordinary guys and stuff. I mean, it was right. a great, great show. Huh. So I, I hate mean, the fucking all, Eagles, man. They got to. Uh, I mean, it was it was a good show. Really, really, really good show. So here's what I'm going to settle on. I'm going to go 70s. And here's the reason I'm going to go 70s is yes, the bands that I'm going to talk about or that I'm going to that I'm going to choose here was born out of the 60s. But their best they work is in, in the seventies. Yeah. So uh, the the three bands that I that I'm, I'm actually looking at four Zeppelin, Zeppelin four. You've got one Zeppelin of the four. greatest yep. songs that was ever put on anything. Realistically, one of the best albums. Um, then you had Houses of the Holy. You have Coda. You mm-hmm. have all of that that comes out. Physical uh, Graffiti. All of those albums are really, really, really good. And that's kind of whenever they hit their stride. Yep. Um, Floyd. Dark Side yeah. of the Moon. I mean, really, I, I can't say that there's ever that was been the number album. one uh, selling album of the '70s too. Because I did a search and it sold something like 23 million copies. Absolutely, and it's still and it was on the top 100 charts for 742 yep. weeks. Exactly, yep. exactly. And today you can still listen to that album, and it sounds like it was recorded three weeks ago. Yep, um, which is un- hell, yeah, unbelievable. Yep. Um, then I'm also I'm, I'm going to go another direction here. Whenever I say Rush. That's another one of those groups they're kind of overlooked a lot. Now that surprises me. Um, Rush because you've got three guys that are creating this this It sounds like there's more than three dude, people it in sounds the band. Like there's 20 I mean, people that's what happens when you have a 39,000 piece drum set. Absolutely. <laughs> Neil Peart gets lost in there. Yeah, because he's behind 80,000 fucking <laughs> drums. Of course he's lost. You can't see him. <laughs> <laughs> but the dude is a machine. Yeah. I mean, he is a machine. His, I just can't stand Geddy Lee's voice. I, as soon as I've he opens trying. his mouth, but I now, just you know, you know when Working Man came out, though? The first first few times it was played, okay. they had people calling into the radio station wondering when the new Zeppelin album was coming out. They yeah, but thought, you know the, you know the only reason, it was Robert Plant. But the only reason that song got airplay was because it was the bathroom song. It was. It, it was Robert Plant because it seven, wasn't someone else's song. Seven or eight minutes. Oh, that's what I almost said. I almost said that. <laughs> you knew it wasn't a Robert Plant song because it was actual. It was not someone else's song. True enough. True enough. Because that's why I cannot put Zeppelin on any list because all their fucking songs were someone else's better song. So and they did. They stole a lot. Yeah, they a did a lot. But yeah, lot. Robert Plant should have just lived out his dream of being a fucking bluegrass singer. He really should have. Okay. He should have. Because he did good work as a bluegrass singer, but most of those were covers too, so fuck. Well, I mean, all bluegrass is kind of folk music. It's it not is. True. It's really yeah. Is. But, but uh, okay, so I'm surprised. But Working Man only got radio play initially, initially. Because it was the bathroom song. Because, because it was like nine minutes, length. eight, nine minutes So long. the DJ could so drop the like, track on. Drop a deuce. Go drop a deuce and come was, back. And the track would still be playing. That's what it Damn, was. that's pretty impressive if and you could drop a deuce in nine minutes. Is that why Freebird got so popular? Exactly. Okay. And it all started in Cleveland, Ohio. They were like this little little station. They were like, okay, we're going to try this new album out. And people loved it. And they were hmm. like, well, you know, they thought it was Zeppelin. Okay, so here's the last one. And, of course, this one is probably no. Like, like if you don't say a band, I'm thinking I'm going to yeah, be really disappointed. This is, in yeah, you. this will be no um, surprise for you. It's The Dead. Okay, good. Okay, so Wham. I love The Grateful Dead. <laughs> Wham. With the with the exclamation point. Okay, right. when they got the, no. <laughs> um, Do the jitterbug. Do the jitterbug. You put the bang bang into my heart. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, I feel so lost so? because I don't know that song. Like I know the song, but I don't know it. I, I seriously love Wham's into Last that. Christmas. Like I love their version of Last Christmas. Uh. Legit. It's good. Okay, so here's the, that, that last band, The Dead, oh. and here's why. Um, I, I, they never really hit a stride, to be honest. True. What they did was they filled a a coliseum or a an area with a group of followers yep. that were so loyal to them, they kind of set that stage for everyone. Um, and then the albums that they came out with, I mean, most of it was live. So, I mean, um, and the ones that they, they did do in the studio, like American Beauty, Oxamoxua, um, Terrapin Station, they were good, uh, but I think for it didn't those people, have the feel of the live, which is much like the Kiss. Right, problem. right. Yeah. They I were mean, only good. The as live, live as show, well. the live shows are what people went to see, and they and every every like bootleg tape and everything like that. Every you have collectors of that still. So, um, yeah, the Dead, in my opinion, that I think the seventies really is where we kind of set the stage for a lot of the eighties, nineties music, even as far as hip hop, because a lot of the stuff they were sampling 
was those oh, things yeah. from they, the 70s. Yeah, they sampled a lot from the 70s. And then, and of course, in the 80s. And too. And too, but. They, they could find, like, that's what I loved. If sampling was, you have sampling that's shit. Like, you know, well, Lil Mr. John, Van Winkle. Lil John is one of the best producers Then you sampling. have someone like, who he could, sampled Raining Blood by Slayer yeah. and slowed it? it down a little bit, and it's fucking amazing, What is it? Uh, Woo-Ha? Yeah. The uh, uh, Buster Rhymes? Woo-Ha? That took a fucking five-second piano riff and turned that into a... It wasn't even a big thing. It was... He just... Someone just found a record. Buster Rhymes also had... Uh, Turn it up, fire it up, which was the Night Rider theme. Yeah, was the oh, yeah. No, no, it was just beat. it's just this little bit of like so of good. maybe three four chords, mm-hmm. and he turned that into an entire song just because like okay if you tweak it if you do that bam now he has the beat for his entire goddamn song. From it's amazing little, to take yeah, that. It is beautiful. But, yep, but it you're can, right. It, but it, it only can, can happen. But yeah. and it can only happen if you have that to sample. Yeah, but and I, like I said, a lot of you that find stuff came that there. beautiful bit and most of it, yeah, you see it is from the 70s because you find that really, I mean, well, hell, Gangsta's Paradise is technically a parody song because it is Pastime Paradise from fucking uh, Stevie Wonder. Right. It is an actual song but with different lyrics. Well, see, and that's huh. just like with NW, NWA, my favorite track is Express Yourself where they, where Dr. Dre took the song Express, Express Yourself, Yourself and then they just Dude, they like well, the lyrics they put tears. on top of it was so good. Tears, yeah. uh, freaking Wu Tang. We were talking about Thirty Six Chambers. Tears is a was Betty Everett after laughter comes tears. Right. It took a Motown song, a beautiful Motown song, a really good one, and made it. It took a song that was just after just about a breakup song and turned it into. Holy shit, that fucking song. And speaking of Bowie, oh. David Bowie's Let's, Let's Dance has been sampled oh, yeah. quite a few oh, times. Yeah, yeah. Of course it has. It's yeah. Bowie. Bowie's been yep. sampled way too much, yeah. including by Mr. Yeah. Winkle. <laughs> so that's my list, though. Mr. So I, I guess I realistically chose, right. chose four. Yeah. But I did at least stick to the 70s. Hey, I'll take it. <laughs> so we still kind of split. It's still like two chose the same and two cho- the other two chose the same. We chose poorly. I think so, yeah. <laughs> I, cho- no, I, cho- I stand by mine. mine I chose it ironically, some- though. So I, Yeah, and I appreciate that. Yeah, mine, I will stick to it because I have been listening to way more shit from now than I have of anything else. Yeah, like, no, not me. Fuck, a good, a, good, a good indicator. Bruno Mars, when he tried doing his normal shit, he was boring. Like, Grenade, it is the most entitled piece of shit song like, oh, you wouldn't kill yourself for me, but I would kill myself for you. Like, fuck it. Him trying to be uh, the police, him trying to be Morris Day, him trying to be Prince, amazing. Fucking hell. Like, his modern, his new stuff since, like, what was it? Unorthodox Jukebox? Amazing shit. Just because he stopped trying to be a normal pop shit ass and just started, like, you know what? I love this song. I like police. I'm going to make a good police song. So, you have that. I like, you know what? I like, I like Prince. You have Gorillas. Gorillas is a Prince. I'm gonna fuck you hard song. And then let's not forget Uptown Funk. Like dear God, yeah. like once he started like um, embracing Morris Day, fucking just fun. <laughs> and you know, I still like Macklemore. He has some stupid stuff, but I'm sorry if you can actively release a song like Downtown. God, yes, I love that fucking song. It is amazing. <laughs> it is amazing. It is seriously a fuck it all. Let's go get mopeds. If you can if you can do a rap song with fucking mopeds in it, right? And go into a fucking. He did have me watch and, that video and listen to that song. And it's also, hilarious. Before that, <laughs> hard like you'd never hear a mainstream rapper talk about same sex marriage. Like seriously, right, think about right. it. It is a big thing. Unless it in was rap. in a negative way. Yes. Yeah. Like I ain't fucking with no fags. Like go fuck yourself, dude. This is a little bit like same love. Really good song, but of course he caught shit for being a pandering ass. Like, dude, he's. He is. Tr- he has mainstream appeal. He is trying to tell this shit needs to get talked about. Right. And even in that album, uh, the heist, Jimmy Iovine, I fucking love. It's just a song about how well he's gonna get a record deal, and then he realized like, oh, oh fuck, like the whole song is about like I'm gonna shoot. I'm gonna if I have to, I'll fucking take this guy hostage. I'm gonna kill some people. I'm gonna get this. Then he freaking reads the contract and realizes, oh, you're the actual criminal. Fuck you yeah. and goes because yeah. Like, yeah like because it is a completely self-made act. Uh, Macklemore and Ryan Lewis self uh, self-produced yep. every ounce of their of their record sales go to them. 
They do not have to deal with any bullshit. It was the first uh, number one independent hit of completely self-funded. See, that's what I like, too. Whenever you start getting people, like these bands that we, I guess, want to say probably in the last 12, 15 years, something like that, where they are Literal so garage overproduced. Bands. Garage band so, bands. Yeah, I mean, they are so <laughs> overproduced and so whitewashed with in the industry. They basically they say, this is what works right now because this is trending and this is... I hate it. I hate it. Yeah. And that's why a lot of... I, I don't listen to modern music i just yeah. don't i well, like i, don't I, I tune, tune it out most but, of the time but that to me that's one of the, that's one of the benefits of modern music is what he's talking about with like ryan lewis and and, and macklemore you can say you, fuck that and still get played yeah but chance yeah. the rapper again is that's one of those thing. people chance that he's rapper. done There's all guy, his own but, stuff put but, it up on soundcloud for people to buy but now you can do that to deal with record like yeah. you have those options now for somebody you don't have to go the through the universe no longer needs the labels right exactly you, you don't have to go and that's nice that's really nice beautiful that's awesome so yeah, and I mean, fuck the heist was five dollars. Why? It's just what they felt like putting the price at. It's five dollars, and it is a fucking good album. Like this, well, uh, the the two that got big on that, well, the three that was same love. There was thrift shop and the ceiling, or can't hold us. That that can't hold us had like one of the best percussion setups in a modern pop song, dude. It was great, and that's a song. It's hard to listen to and not get pumped up. Kind of like how I used to, every time I was going into an interview, I'd listen to Blue Collar Man. Just because it's all about like, fuck it, oh, I yeah. need a job. I need a goddamn job. Get in your place. Man. But now, like, yeah, I would listen to that instead just because like, okay, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. All right. Oh, fuck. What was the question you asked me? <laughs> Maybe cheesy, but I listen to Lose Yourself. If I need to get like in the zone for something like that. Oh, yeah? Lose Yourself by Eminem. You lose yourself in it. I do. Yeah. God, I don't know that I have a go-to song if I need to get pumped up. Do you? That or um, Afternoon Delight. Not not really pumped up, but like if, if I want to get in a better mood, yeah, I listen to Scotty Doesn't Know. I love that. <laughs> Scotty, Scotty doesn't know that Fiona and me do it in my van every Sunday. I haven't put that on Tells this phone she's yet. she's in ah, church, but dick. she doesn't go. Still, she's on her knees, and Scotty doesn't know. <laughs> yeah, I love that song. That movie Dude, is slightly my, underrated. My, Dude, that movie totally is slightly freaking underrated. awesome. Slightly but underrated. My go-to happy song is Miss Come On, Eileen. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's one that's of those songs. Song that that's as how you soon get, as it plays, I'm automatically. That's how you get thrown movie. out of the club. Really? <laughs> uh, I actually have a, a, a semi unconventional one, uh, like that would just jazz me to no end. Uh, Space Age Love Song. I don't think I know that song. No, uh, it's uh, Flock of Seagulls. Oh yeah, it was oh, their wow. second hit. It is. Things of Flock of Seagulls, they got ate up by the new wave bullshit. If they just were allowed to be their... How many bands of the songs, 80s were that way? Though? All their songs? Yeah, true. Well, well, the main reason they failed is their uh, their guitarist. They didn't have much synth. That All those awesome sounds from fucking... Uh, from uh, from uh, Iran was a goddamn guitar. Their guitarist was amazing. And their follow-up, because they just like doing fucking stupid songs about alien abductions. Iran, nice. he's running because aliens are chasing him. And it's all like sci-fi shit in space age love song. You say I so ran and I good. automatically feel like I'm playing Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Automatically, that's what my memory goes to <laughs> is that game. We've talked about that several times. There's very specific songs that if I hear it, I automatically get teleported back to that game instantly. Yeah. yeah. All right. But no, yes, I like it's it's that now the band made out some shit songs because again they were forced to chase the new wave bullshit. But back before Pretty Boy New Wave came out, when New Wave was allowed to just be weird before people Duran making... Duran. Well, yeah. Before MTV. MTV right. fucked music. It, it really did. did. It, it mean, really Not did. only did you have to make good music or pretend you make good music, but you also got to look pretty. Oh, my it fucked God. fucked up I, good acts. Hans Miller One of my buddies the other day posted um, a link to a video... And I had completely forgotten about the song. It was um, Johnny Rotten, John Lydon's, mm -hmm. the, um, the one that he did on his own that was like, um, oh, what was the name of the song? Um, it was a big video hit that was on MTV. Oh, I can't remember. Go, video um, Killed the Radio Star? No, 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 no. I'll, I'll look it up here again. Because it, it was... It was um, I watched the video and listened to the song yet, you know, the other day, and... It's like six minutes long, almost seven minutes long, and it's the same thing 
over and over. Um, and I was like, I can't, I can't do this. I made it about three minutes in. And I was like, no, I'm done. I am so done. And I, I loved the Sex Pistols, but I could not do that one on its mm-hmm. own. Um, it, it was it was rough. It was really, 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 <laughs> really rough. So do you guys have like a guilty pleasure song, the one that you everybody goes to? Again, like, it's Blank Space. That's nearly my guilty. every fucking song on my phone. <laughs> I was going to say, I was oh, no, going to say that Blank Space is still my guilty pleasure song. Let's go here. That's you know the what? one that I'm kind of sort let's of ashamed that I enjoy it as much as what I, I put it on my workout There's playlist. Part of, oh shit, I forgot what my original one was going to be for pop. It was going to be Kimbra. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, that mm. uh, that Gautier song that got big a while ago, the Someone I Used to Know. How on the back end there was a female. She has some amazing fucking music. But uh, let's see. Oh, the soundtrack to Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Uh, oh, the second album from Steam Power Giraffe. There we go. Uh, let's see. Well, no, I'm not going to count the Mountain Goats because Mountain Goats is just fucking an amazing band. I can't listen to Tallahassee all the way through because it will actually affect my mood. It will make me sad. I actually get that way with the song Tennessee by Arrested Development. Cause if you really yeah. listen, like, I mean the, the, the beat, it's kind of upbeat, but if you listen to the lyrics, they're kind of, uh, it's like kind of bad. Cause yeah, the thing with the, the, that album, cause apparently the mountain goats have made like 80 fucking albums. Oh. Rise public limited or public, uh, image limited. Oh, that's the name of that song. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know if I've heard that one. Uh, I'll have to look it up later. I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> <laughs> fuck, I've talked about them a shitload. So, all yeah. right. So, so here's my, my guilty pleasure is is Africa Toto. Oh, uh, I don't know. Just Toto. Just Toto. Just Toto. Period. Period. Like, there's Africa. There's freaking hold the line. There's there's uh, oh hold God. the line's a good one. Oh God. hold what's the line what's automatically uh, transports Rosanna. me to Rosanna, Rosanna was awesome literally song. written because he wanted to fuck Rosanna Arquette. So he wrote Rosanna. Then he fucked Rosanna Arquette. Hold the line <laughs> takes me to Grand Theft Auto Hell, San Andreas. Any yacht rock yeah. is considered a guilty pleasure. Yeah, and yeah, yeah totally. Africa is Africa, Africa is Africa so good. good. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right, Jake. Clay was like, I got none. I, I don't know. I like all kinds of music, so to me, it's I don't really feel guilty or like there's not really a go-to. Oh, we're song, talking about something. I mean, if you're in the car with somebody else, you'll actually skip because like, eh, you don't want to hear yeah, that. I you don't, don't want to hear Africa. I mean, yeah, but I it just I don't. I have. Like, a I'll play whatever I want to play. I don't give a shit if you don't like it. Get the fuck out of my car. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll take it. You have reached the end of side A. Please flip the record over to side B to continue your listening experience.